Welcome to the Van Hack Podcast, the podcast for tech talent that wants to get hired abroad. So hello everyone, I'm Eza, the community manager here at Van Hack, and we are so excited to have you among us because today's webinar is going to, uh, is, is about a tech recruiter who went through all of the hassle to, you know, join and relocate and uh, move abroad. So this is going to be a very this lively discussion and going to help you all a lot. So because the world has changed, it has transitioned. And, uh, and if we are not going along with the world, we are a, a step back ahead. So yes, I would like to welcome now Cecilia, our tech recruiter on this webinar. Cecilia, hi. So uh, thank hi. you all for joining us. No, thank you, Isa. This is great. I'm so happy to take part in this and be able to not only share my story of relocation, but as well, give you guys some tips on how to um, get hired, get a job in Canada, in Europe, other countries that you guys want to relocate to. And yeah, thank you so much for like inviting me to be here. I hope okay. you guys enjoy it. Yes, and thank no, thank you for being a part of it. Also, before we begin, I would like to tell you all about a, a bit about Banhack. Banhack is basically a tech talent community which connects with the employers abroad and helps them relocate. It's the tech talent. Basically, we uh, we help uh, we get the tech talent and we help them, you know, relocate. And uh, with almost. 200 with over 215,000 members from 100 plus countries, VanHack is the largest workspace that is ready to relocate the tech talent. So this is something that you cannot miss. You cannot miss out the tips and the tactics today because we are getting so many questions out of Cecilia today and uh, we are learning so much today. So yeah. So moving, let's, let's start a bit. Cecilia, tell us a bit about yourself, about about your work, about your position, about how you how you became a part of that, everything and tech recruiter. Yes. All right, perfect. So Isa, I am a um, business major. So I started as a business major. And then uh, after that, I did my, my master's degree in intercultural communication and international management. And I started in HR uh, 12 years ago. So I've been in the field for 12 years and um, I specialize in recruitment uh, and since, yeah, it's been six years right now, and now I am a tech recruiter and talent manager. Uh, so I specialize in tech recruitment. And what's good and I love about the experience of working with Venhack is that I am combining both my passions. So as you know, like for the, all the research and everything that I did in my master's degree, I was working with intercultural communication. And mm -hmm. that's what I love being at Venhack. That's what I do on a daily basis. Uh, I help people like from so many different countries and get to know so many different cultures and help them to uh, achieve their goals of like having either a new career, going to a new place and uh, mm -hmm. getting to start over sometimes. So uh, this is why this is why I always say that I am a Venhack cheerleader. Like this is what I always say about working at Venhack because it has combined both my passions. I love working with candidates. Mm -hmm. uh, I love giving the best candidate experience that a candidate can have. So every time you will work with me, like in a in one of the positions, if you mm -hmm. are one of my candidates, I'm gonna be there rooting for you. I want to set you up for success and to get the best position that you can. And because it's such a life changing experience yeah. to um, not only like when you're changing jobs. Uh, it's already so like hectic. You have to meet all these new people. You have to uh, start over in a new like company, get to know like what the company is about. Then imagine having the next layer, which is to go to another country and get to know a different culture. So that's why I feel that um, this is the best place for me to be and to be a recruiter that helps people do that kind of jump, like that kind of such a big leap. And it's a leap of faith, like changing where you are, uh, getting away from your family, getting to start in a new place. So this is why I love like doing this. And this is why I think like I'm the best like place to like work in what I love. This is, no, I completely agree about, you know, when you're passionate about, uh, passionate about something and you're doing the same work, it adds up to everything. It adds up to your, even it fuels up the energy. It fuels up the thing that you are doing. It adds up to everything. And that I'm so glad that you're following your passion and you're doing the same thing. You're contributing and you're helping a lot of people. That's the bestest thing. So, yes. Yes. so now we want to know 
So now let's begin with all the questions because the, I I have been getting so many questions and I have I I'm so excited to discuss them all. How because we want to understand everything for for a person who doesn't know anything about van hack. Everything. Uh-huh. How is the hiring process at van hack? The whole process and how it connects with the employer. Yeah, sure. So what happens is like we are a group of talent managers mm-hmm. and recruiters. So we today we're getting bigger and bigger here at Van Hack. So we're over 10 talent managers and recruiters. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happens is we're assigned companies that our growth team is going to bring from all different parts of Canada, of Europe. And uh, we are assigned to these companies to help them uh, even build their hiring process, help them come uh, uh, understand what it is to hire abroad. So we are helping um, uh, them to understand that you don't need to work only on the talent pool of your uh, country. You can actually look at all around the world and find amazing talent abroad. So this is how we, um, uh, I like looking at both sides, both at the company side and the candidate side. So as soon as we get a company to work with, we try to sell them, all of you guys, all of the candidates that are in our talent pool and tell them, okay, here's like you have... 250,000 candidates to look at that are not in your country. So it's a huge um, and a very um, rich talent pool full of diversity. So as soon as we get uh, this hiring partners, as we call the clients, we are going to post the positions that they have. We get to know all about them. We get to know about their culture. We get to understand a little bit more about the hiring process that they're going to follow. And then we get to understand the soft skills and the hard skills that they need for the position that they're looking for. So as soon as we post the positions, everyone that's on Slack can check uh, in one of the Slack channels that we have posted the positions. And then that's the time for you to apply. Apply as soon as the position is on Slack, as soon as it goes there. Uh, if you're one of the first ones like to apply, it's even better for us because you help us already take a look at your profile. So you apply, apply for the position. Uh, you're going to be there. Like Wait a little bit because we have to search all the profiles that apply for the position. So what's going to happen after you apply, we're going to start selecting profiles. So we're going to check that what are the requirements for the position and what are the skills that you have and if you are a match for this profile. So one of the things that I tell my candidates is uh, always try to apply for the positions that you have a lot in common with. So you have all the skills necessary. You have all the requirements necessary. And the positions that are positions that are good for you, like, okay, I would love to do this and not be the serial applicant. I always say, don't be a serial applicant and go apply to all positions that you see on Ben Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Because what happens is, um, you are going to uh, you are going to want to work for that. You're gonna mm-hmm. going to want to work with what you love. So why apply for anything when you can apply for the positions that you are going to be successful at? So you apply. You're there in my candidate pool in that position, and I'm going to screen all of you. We have the help of filters. We have the help of um, we can search for words. We can. So one of the things that's perfect here at this point is help me find you in my talent pool. So help me find you. How do you do that? You complete your profile. You add all the information necessary to your profile so I can find you and exactly uh, what you are good at and if it is a match with the position. After I see your profile and I think, okay, this is a perfect person for this position. They have all the requirements. This is where I'm going to take a look at your profile, screen you, and um, book calls. So I start booking calls and I book calls to understand a little bit better of each one of the candidates. So I'm going to um, do a screen call. So I'm going to check, talk to you, uh, understand what are your dreams? What are the next steps you want to take in your career? What are you good at? What are the good projects that you have? Uh, What were the things that made you proud uh, in your career? And that's when um, I know that, okay, these are the candidates that I'm going to shortlist for the company. Okay. So that's more or less until the, the, uh, where I do like the shortlist for the company. This is the process that the candidates go through. After that, when they're shortlisted, what's going to happen is uh, the companies are going to uh, take a look at your profiles as well. Mm-hmm. So they're going to evaluate each one of the candidates that I said, okay, these are great candidates for you. So that's when the companies are going to go there, take a look at your profile and see if they want to move forward with you in the process. So everyone that asks, okay, so what's the short list? What am I doing here? Now I know what's the name of the company, but the company's not reaching me. It's because you are in a list with 
other dates that I have selected for the company to take a look at. So it doesn't mean that you're going to take part in the process, but it means that I am showcasing you to the to the hiring manager. I am selling you to the hiring manager. So make sure that you have everything ready. You have all your profile ready. You are ready to go. Everything is completed. Uh, you have your English verification done. You have all the experience necessary like that's like on your profile. So uh, they can see, take a look at it and be walled mm -hmm. by your profile. And they want to do that first chat with you. So that's more or less how the uh, the process works until it gets to the company. No, thank you so much. That even I, even we all get to learn so much from their process. That uh, the, the because you're right, you're absolutely right. The profile if that catches the attention, then of course we are you're 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 actually selling them to you. We all yeah. talked about selling products. We are selling talent to the companies. Yes. And here, over, I don't want to miss this comment with this. Is Javier is also saying that I work with Cecilia and got an offer? Yes. Yeah, we. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. the best because we are getting Javier has the best story. Javier is amazing, and he's working for an amazing company. And um, I do love his story. Uh, actually, he. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say it. If you want to know, you get to talk to Javier. But it was amazing to work with him. Really, yeah. really, really. Okay. Now the next question is that. What catch it because you have uh, explained to us in very detail and you know everything about the process. What catches the recruiter's attention on candidates' profile? Like what what's the first thing that you notice that they want that they should be working on? Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna sound like I'm gonna say the same thing over and over, but this is very important. Yes. Every time I look at a profile, the first thing to see is um, first if the person has everything in place. So I want to see a profile picture. I know that some people don't like to have a profile picture, but it is something that's important. Uh, I have heard hiring managers say that, mm, did I talk to that uh, candidate? I cannot remember him. I have a very visual memory and there's no picture in the profile. So it's important for you to like have it all. And it's not a lie. Like guys, have a very good professional looking picture on your profile to help us uh, and help the hiring managers remember you. Like it has to be catchy. It has to be something that shows who you are today. Uh, and I've seen some people putting logos and things like that. Don't do it because it really makes us confused. Like, because we don't like, okay, we want to like see the picture and remember who you are. Like, oh, okay, good. This is uh, Adewale. I remember talking to Adewale and that's something that's important to do. Doing the English verification uh, is something important because in the videos, you uh, get to tell about yourself. That's kind of a pre-screening process, not only for us, but also for the hiring managers. Uh, they use it usually to check your communication skills, to check maybe you have told something like, about a skill that you haven't added to your profile. So sometimes you're saying about yourself and you tell something there that uh, you forgot to put on your profile. So it's something that complements and that completes your profile as well. So I, this is one of the first things that I see. Um, and then what I do is I'm going to check what is the experience and if the person has added uh, all the information necessary. So don't just put your the name of the company and uh, your um what what position. Was, yeah what's your position, position. Yes. we need to know a little bit more about it and you said that you're doing what job description or all the tasks you had so yeah that that's something very important people only put the position and you know, the company and nothing else yeah exactly so that's something that's important because it can help me understand if you are actually a fit uh for that position if you only get your main and secondary skills i'm gonna know like oh okay so this candidate has nine years of experience working with PHP, but then I am looking for, I don't know, a framework such as Symfony and you haven't added it anywhere. And then I'm like, okay, but this company specifically wants this framework. So how can I know if you haven't added anywhere? And then sometimes when I talk to a candidate because I'm like nine years of experience with PHP, I have to talk to this person. And then uh, I talk to them and they're like, oh, no, but I use Symphony for uh, I've been using it for the past three years. And I'm like, it was not in your profile. I could have talked to you before if I knew that. So it just helps us a lot. Like it does. That's what calls my attention is when um, the candidate has the LinkedIn uh, as well there like we have a space where you can add your linkedin profile uh if the candidate has a well-built resume something that's good like although like sometimes you say oh but i have my profile already why do i add my resume 
well. We have some clients that they use their own ATS. ETS is an applicant tracking system that um, sometimes they, they don't use the VanHack platform like with all the features that we have. They actually have to use their own ATS. So sometimes some companies ask me, oh, just send me their resume. And I'm like, oh, the candidate doesn't have a resume in their profile. So it takes a little bit longer for you to get into the process because you don't have all the information necessary there. Salary expectation is great for you to add there. The target location. Sometimes I see some companies saying, okay, but this candidate doesn't have a target location. Uh, so they don't want to come to Canada. So this is like, no, yes, they want to go to Canada. Like I talk to this candidate. and But sometimes the small things that we think like, I don't want to do it all. No. I don't want to put all the information there. Yeah. It's something that's kind of... Very important. I completely, you know what, you all the things you're describing over here, it's basically per, about personal branding. It's just because you're working in, you have a tech background, you're, you are actually pursuing the tech, uh, you know, career does not mean you overshadow yourself with, you know, not showing off yourself. No. Personal branding is really needed over here that you show off your talents, you show off your projects, you show off your skills, everything very very exclusively that yes you have done it so that catches the attention yeah yeah i completely agree about this that yes you're right personal branding should not be voided over here exactly exactly yeah. and uh it's important one thing that i always uh it's it's kind of a tip like try to uh make all your like your profile your resume and your linkedin uh they have to communicate with each other so uh don't leave them like you have like one of your experiences on LinkedIn and then you don't have it on your profile or you have it on your resume and then you don't have it on your profile helps us help you to get the job, like to be successful at uh, making your application move forward. And this is super important. Like for me, when I see a profile, that's all like resume, LinkedIn, oh, everything connects and everything. Tick, tick, tick. Yes. <laughs> this is a candidate that is engaged. It even it shows me that you want this. Like it shows me that yeah, I am working in it on it. Because uh, one of the things that we say as recruiters is that trying to get a job is a job in itself. Mm -hmm. Like uh, you have to work for it. You have to prepare for it. So you have to put on the work. So it's important for you to put on the work. When exactly. I I completely agree over here because we and uh sorry just a second everybody will be taking all these questions in the end and fifteen minutes will be all about because I don't want to miss out all the questions and <laughs> you got it all covered but in the end we'll be taking all these questions. Okay, back to you, Cecilia. Thank you. You are you know even even I'm learning so much from you. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I to tell, okay, I didn't know that. Okay, so yes, you have talked about English verification. And speaking of English verification, we see a lot of people hesitating about it uh, to do it uh, because but we also know that recruiters, recruiters also use the videos. People are hesitant about the video. People are hesitant about English verification. So what do you what, what tips you have regarding that? Well, what I uh, what I like about the videos, I always look at the videos, guys. Really, this is something that it uh, it really helps me, like to understand if you um, communicate, like communicate well, if you sell yourself well. It doesn't matter if you have an intermediate English. I know that some people are like, okay, but my English is not too good. My English is not the best right now. But one thing is that some companies um, they do like they are kind of like okay with that. So don't worry about it. What they want is you to have all the technical skills and be able to communicate. You don't have to have like to, you cannot make grammatical mistakes or you have to know a lot of vocabulary. It's not about that. It's about knowing what you, uh, what you do and knowing how to express what you are doing and what is, uh, what are your skills? What are the things that you have done with the tools that you use, the technologies that you use, the languages, the frameworks? Uh, if you know what you're doing, you just have to make sure that you prepare a great pitch. Uh, it's kind of like an elevator pitch. So you have to sell yourself a little bit at that first video. I think that's the one that for me is the most important one. The second one is amazing because it will tell me a little bit more about the challenges that you have faced. Right? So you will tell me like how big of a project you have worked on, how much you have worked on that project how much you have put your um, um you have put efforts in your project but one of the things that um i i think that it's um it's it's important at this point is to be able to like sell yourself a little yes. bit so 
prepare before, uh, make a small, like I did the English verification because when I joined VanHack, I had to go through the same process that everyone does. Uh, I had to do all the English verification and uh, I was so nervous. So what I did was I prepared a short script for me to do before. Uh, so I tried it tons of times, tons of times. It was ridiculous. Like I had to see myself like over and over again doing it, but it really helped me to also come up with uh, a small pitch that helped me before uh, going on interviews because uh, you can use that that same pitch to go on the first interviews to go on the first screening calls. It really helps you to uh, build up your story like in a couple of minutes. Yes, it does over here. And everybody, you all need to understand that we none of us, nobody has the secret of making the video pitch. Okay, we all no. make we all you know practice ten times. 20 times like okay this is the wrong video we didn't say that we didn't say that correctly practice as much as you can but make that pitch video so appealing that it, that gets the attention of the reviewer yeah. because that's going to you know get you the exactly. extra points so yeah the brownie points as you call it so, and, and it's important as well Isa, because um not only we look at the candidates that have applied for the position sometimes sometimes we have positions that are so hard to fill that we have only a few candidates that apply. So we are going to get and dive deep into the talent pool. And the talent pool means that we're going to be looking at the 250,000 candidates. So we do have a lot of filters that helps us. We have like uh, different kinds of searches. But one of the things that I do is I usually go to the profiles that have the video to help me understand like a little bit more about the um, the candidate itself. So uh, when I go to the talent pool, those are the ones that call more my attention than the ones that don't have a profile pic, the ones that don't have videos. So I go to the ones that I know that, okay, these candidates are engaged. These candidates have uh, done the whole profile. They have done the verification. So that's uh, another tip for you guys. If it's a very hard position to fill, we're going to dive in deep into the talent pool. And if you have it all there, it's going to be much simpler for us to find you. Uh, find, we have to find you. Help us find you to set, set you up for success. Yes. Over here, actually, you guys, you need to understand that the reason we're saying it again and again, that 250,000 the number of it's a big number for Van Vanhack is the biggest community. So imagine a person, a recruiter, has to dig out a perfect talent out of it. Yes. How, how how can you accommodate them by being you know the the person with the best uh, the resume, the best profile, English verification at top notch, and the video. So that is how you're going to stand out. Two fifty thousand. So remember this. So, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my next question is. Uh, now you have uh, told us in detail about the, the need of the profile, the need of the English verification and everything and how you do that, uh, what catches attention. Now, my next uh, question is, how does Vanhack basically shortlist to move to the next stage? You have found, you have found the right person. How do you mm -hmm. move it to the next stage? The person? So uh, that's uh, when, I, when I was telling a little bit more about the process itself. Like when you receive like uh, a, a notification that you were shortlisted, so that's when you're going to be on, um, it's a list of like candidates that we have selected that has the right abilities for that position, for that role. Mm -hmm. As soon as you are in that short list, you're going to receive uh, an email. It's an automated email uh, that's going to tell you, okay, so this is the company that you are going to be, uh, uh, that you have applied for. Because before that, you don't know what's the company, right? So that's when you get to know what is the company, uh, who they are. And um, this is when the hiring managers are going to take a look at your profile. Mm -hmm. So what I do is like, uh, I always like, there's a, uh, an email that's sent telling you that, telling you about the company. And um, the next step would be hiring manager looking at the profile and choosing who are going to be the candidates that are going to go to the first stage uh, of the uh, of the process. So uh, this is the for the next stage. Uh, it will be when you will start to get into the company's process. Until then, this is until then. This is all within VanHack. This is all about what we do. And then after that is when you actually start going into the company's process. So the next stage can be. Uh, Pretty much like um, either an HR uh, conversation, it can be uh, a hiring manager conversation, uh, it can be like a cultural fit, 
uh, it might be a team fit. It does depend on what the company uh, it wants, like from you. Demands or requires. Exactly. So that's like the first step. Uh, what I always tell is, as soon as you know what, which one is the company that you're applying for, go into their careers page. Understand if okay, this is this a company that I want to work for? Is this something that makes sense? So uh, what I do with my candidates, uh, they never are shortlisted and uh, before knowing what's the company about. So I always send all of my candidates, and this is something that we try to do across like all the recruiters. Uh, we always tell the candidates uh, before, send them the job description uh, for them to understand not only uh, the original job description from the company, not the one from Van Hack, uh, yeah. for them to understand if they want to make part. Like, do you want do you want to take part in this? Uh, do you want to be shortlisted for this position? So for me, like me as a recruiter, what I do is before just shortlisting people, what I do is. Are you okay with this? Do you want to move forward? Is this a company that makes sense for you? Because when they apply, they don't know for what company they are applying for. So it's important for them to uh, understand if, do you want to take part in this process? Is this a company that makes sense for you? Do you know their values, uh, their mission, uh, what they are about, the culture? So this is this is what the next step is about. Wow. That okay. That's truly accommodating the 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 candidates because most of the time people just see the position, they just apply for it. They don't. They do not research about the company. They do not what are the values over there. So this is really awesome that you also help them in uh, not just uh, in the preparation but also to guide them about the company and if that. Wow, that that is guys this is something actually really awesome that you should not be missing out okay what happens after uh, where you have talked about to the about the next stage what happens after you have sent the candidate to the hiring partner so after that so uh, as soon as we send them to the hiring partner, like we tell them, okay, here's a short list of awesome candidates for you to take a look at. Mm -hmm. uh, please, uh, what, usually what I do, if I know that this is going to be a difficult position, I talk a little bit about each candidate. And we usually book calls with the, the clients, with our hiring partners, uh, to let them know a little bit more about the candidates sometimes. So with a couple of hiring partners, we do that. We tell them a little bit about the candidates. We let them know who you are. So that's why it's important to have all the information. I keep telling this and you guys are going to kill me, but uh, it's super important because we need to be able to sell you. So uh, when I have like a, a call with a part, with a hiring partner, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell a little bit about you. So I need to have all the information necessary. So maybe, and one thing that happens in VenHack is that uh, the candidates, they are screened and they have the screening call with recruiters. Uh, with It might be uh, with uh, any other recruiter uh, and not with me. So I might have shortlisted someone that I didn't have the time to have a full interview with. But mm -hmm. one of my partners, one of my uh, uh, fellow recruiters had the interview with them and they add comments to the profile. So I know about this candidate because okay. one of my fellow recruiters has already had a conversation with them. So I have to, um, uh, how do I sell this candidate? I talk about them. I know what's happening because one of my fellow recruiters have written about them and have already said, this is a great candidate to move forward with. Like, I really like this candidate. So I already know they are vetted. So yeah, that's after I send, uh, I send them, I keep nagging the hiring partner like a oh, lot. Nice. Like every two days I'm like have you seen the shortlist have you talked to the candidates did you have a chance to get to see my candidates because I really want to sell you all like I really want you to go like forward in the process so that's what we do we go every two days and ask, are you, have you seen the shortlist? Have you taken a look at the candidates? Did you like the candidates? We need to give feedback to these people. Like they are waiting for it. So you guys, you know that we are working for you. And for that you is so awesome. You guys, you see that? First, you just, you have to sell yourself. But after that, Cecilia, all tech recruiters at Vanak, they are going to sell you. We are going to sell you. <laughs> they are going to sell you, like properly, like to it, like uh, to the hiring partners, to the to the clients that you have to see. So you see how much how much effort they are doing. So you have to yes. accommodate them too by selling yourself. So yeah, okay, okay. My this question also came up in one uh, I just saw recently in the chat that how long does this process usually take, and it was also part of it. This whole oh. process. Mm -hmm. How 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 uh, does it take months? Does it take weeks? Just tell us. Yeah. 
Yeah, it does depend a lot on what the company is searching. So what what are they looking for? What kind of position they're looking for? Uh, where are they looking for the talent? Uh, when do they need this talent for? So usually when we do uh, a first conversation with the client, we get to understand like, when are you going to want to fill this position? Until when do we need to uh, finish this process? And it might take, like I've seen positions taking one week to be filled, like they talk to people in one week, they really like a candidate and they close the position in a week. That, this was like one of my best, best hires. I was so happy. Best candidate, super good match done in almost like one week. Then we have those uh, positions that are very, very hard to fill. Like they talk to a lot of candidates that sometimes I have some candidates telling me, do you have any feedback on, on me? Like, do you have any feedback on my participation? And I'm like, I still don't because sometimes we have some hiring partners that take a little bit longer because they are not only working with VanHack, but they are working with other agencies. They have in-house recruiters. So uh, we are also competing with other companies, like other recruitment agencies, their own recruiters. So sometimes I have some candidates that come to me and like, I don't have like uh, any feedback from my participation. It's been a long time. And I'm like, I'm so sorry for this. We're here. As I told you, we nag them like with everything, not only with the shortlist, but with the feedback. Do you have feedback on this candidate? Like we need to give uh, all like I need to give all my candidates a great experience. Uh, and this is one thing that I usually try to do. Like you, everyone that has had like an experience with me as a recruiter knows that I always give my uh, slack. So if anyone here wants my slack as well, I am uh, on the Van Hackathon slack as uh, at uh, vanhack-cecilia, and you can ask me. There's no problem. Like, if I have the feedback, I'll give you the feedback. If I don't, I'm going to ask the company for it. So it can take for a long while sometimes. So it can be two months. It can be, yeah, if it's longer than that, we're going to talk to the client and say, okay, what's happening here? Are we okay? Do you want to keep moving with this position? Are we going to put the position on hold? I need to tell my candidates um, what's happening here. So if we put a position on hold and you receive the, the email about it, probably that's what happened. They're looking for candidates with other companies, with other hiring um, um, consultancies, things like that. And then uh, they're not interested in working with us or they have filled the position with another, um, with another, uh, with, uh, with another, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, okay, everybody, this is really important. She also mentioned that uh, about, about her Slack channel name. You all need to be on Slack channel. It's when the, the workspace is vast. Yes. And you, uh, everything, everybody, every question you have, you can totally reach out to anybody. And they'll be there. And also, by the way, the thing you mentioned about the match, the perfect match. It reminded me of Tinder. So it's like, it's like <laughs> I, yes, I am a matchmaker for like professionals. She is the matchmaker for the tech talent with the employers. It's like another sort of a matchmaking. Yeah, yeah no, that's what I, that's how I, uh, Isa, you got it perfectly. That's yeah, how I describe myself. <laughs> no, but that's how I describe myself because this is the truth, guys. Like, you have to be perfectly matched. One of the things that I ask my candidates, like, every time when we are doing a screening call, is like, what is your next step in your career? Like, what, what, what is your preferred stack? What do you love doing? What are the things that you're most proud of? Because if I don't have those answers, I'm not going to do the perfect matching. Like, I'm not going to find the perfect position for you. So what I need from you guys is to uh, make sure that you, in every single part of the process with VanHack, you are true to yourself. You are true to what you want. You're true to uh, your uh, the next steps in your career. Like, you understand where you want to go. And if you don't, there's no problem. Like, we can help you. We can, uh, we have... Figure it out. Help you figure it out. Exactly. We don't have only, like, the recruiters. We have the success team. Like, we have uh, so many other services in VanHack that can help you. So, don't... Uh, uh, just reach out to like us as recruiters, but reach we out have to the Premium us. Academy. We have <laughs> Premium Academy is going to like educate you about everything that you need about about your resume, about everything. So yeah, we have these services to exactly figure you help you figure it out. Exactly. Okay. So my next question is um because uh one tip for the candidates to help them nail the interview. 
because we all know first impression is the last impression like yes. we have been discussing this so how, what wanted for the interview like to the first interview i'm talking about mhm yeah so don't forget to read the job description and to know about the company what i always tell my candidates is the following the job description and uh don't use only the van hack job description because sometimes it is shortened uh from the original one so try to get the original one from the company uh the the, the job description is actually the questions to a test look at the job description as the material to a test that you're going to take because uh in the job description there's going to be everything that you're going to uh be doing like all the responsibilities all the activities all the requirements all the tools that are, you're going to be hello hello description and you get each line of the description and you write something about yourself that you have done regarding that uh responsibility that activity uh and if you come up with if come if you come up like uh with something that you're like okay i have no idea what is um i don't know like i have never worked with um uh let me see uh laravel before i don't know i only work with php without any frameworks i don't i have no idea how to work with a with a framework uh you have to to go like after the information you have to research about it at least understand a little bit more about it so uh if there is something like i don't know like a lot of like companies now are asking for candidates to know a little bit of devops a little bit of ci cd so you've never worked with uh, ci cd pipelines uh research it go after it you don't have to go to the interview uh not you cannot go to the interview not knowing what it is about One of the no-nos, big no-nos of an interview is like having something on the job description that is asked during the interview, the first interview, and you say, "Oh, I've never heard of it." You had it on yes. the job description. It's over there. It's over there. there. <laughs> yeah, it's going to if if it's in the job description, it's going to be in the interview. So, yeah. Exactly. exactly. So, th- that's one of my biggest tips. and learn about the company go after everything when i first joined venhack i became a stalker i became a stalker i saw every webinar i heard every podcast same. i wanted i did the same because to me the uh, to me the value of a company is very important where i work so the, this is because it's it's something that you know motivates you that you're doing you're not just there just to take uh, watch the clock tick you're just there to, you know make play a part so yeah i i 100% agree that wherever you work you should know about the values of the company what are their plans so yeah this is something really amazing okay so tila we have actually uh, we we i'm loving this but we have some oh yeah i talk a lot <laughs> you know it's it's awesome we're learning a lot <laughs> but uh, we actually we have to we have a lot of questions and all, and then again we have a questions from the candidates so we're going to quickly uh, do it all so you have to tell me about the three biggest mistakes that candidates do during the process oh no yeah one of them is not read the job description i think that's pretty simple i told it already not have the full uh the profile uh done so this is something that's very important that's a big mistake if you don't have your profile like very well built very hard for me to take a look at you like i'm going to have to go after you i'm going to have to message you and uh one of the things is being constantly uh asking like for feedback all the time every day over mm-hmm. slack guys i am going to give you an answer um i will i promise you uh but be careful with that be careful with how you approach people especially if you try to approach um if you try to approach the hiring manager directly like yes. i've seen that sometimes people approaching directly on linkedin try not to do that to ask for feedback only approach them to thank them like for the the opportunity to thank them for the interview but if you want feedback come to us i'm pretty sure like that a lot of people that has had like experiences with me know that i'm like i'm going to give you the feedback wait a bit like i haven't received news as well like if i haven't given you the feedback it's because i haven't received any feedback Yeah. Yeah, so be careful with that. Like that's something that's that's uh very difficult. Like um we come from different cultures. So it's important for you to know that this is not something that's normal for uh Canadian companies for candidates to approach um recruiters that are from the company directly, approach people that are hiring partners and things like that. So to be careful with that. Yes. 
Awesome. Okay, so my next question is uh, because now this was the last, and then we'll be talking about you a bit, and then we'll move to the questions about we have you know known right now all about. Tell us about your entire experience working with the Van Hack and helping tech talent from all across the world because you're helping them to get their dream jobs. How is your experience? How would you sum it up in like few words? How was it? Ah, uh, it's for me. It's um, it's a dream come true, really. Like because it's 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 ridiculous. It sounds like I'm a cheerleader, but <laughs> I love doing this. I absolutely, I absolutely love doing this. Uh, I feel like um, I'm exactly where I wanted to be in uh, helping people like make their dreams come true. Like it makes me so happy, like helping them go through the whole process, being the one that's there for you. I always tell my candidates, I'm here for you. Like if you need anything, come to me. I will help you. Uh, if you have any questions, I'll try to do my best to um, understand what are the next steps. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that would be like in a few words. Uh, and I know that some people in the chat, Isa, are also asking about, um, I saw people saying about PHP positions. Guys, I talk a lot about PHP because I have, like, if anyone here uh, works with PHP, come to my position as a back-end PHP developer for one of the best uh, companies. We don't have that many positions, but I work a lot with PHP uh, candidates. So please nag me. I want to know you. <laughs> That's why I talk so much. She's asking her herself. Nag her. <laughs> Come, come. <laughs> just, just do it. Also, we, uh, another thing is, um, guys, I'm just coming to you all of your questions. Don't worry in, in 45, 11.45. Yeah. Sorry, ignore the time zones. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, this is a different time over here. Okay, let's talk about the other side. You also be, uh, relocated. We have done, done talking about all the process, about the profile. You have also experienced, because today we, are, we want to understand all about relocation, about how to find the job. You relocated to Canada with your family yes. through Van Hack, right? Through Van Hack. Tell us about that. Yeah, and it's the best. It was the best experience. So uh, since 2018, uh, me and my husband have been um, thinking about moving. Like I am originally from Brazil, from Sao Paulo. And uh, we have been like thinking about moving and how would it do it. And then Pedro, got, Pedro, my husband, got to know Van Hack. Oh. So he started to be very active on Van Hack. He was on the Slack channels. Ooh, he was, he took part in the Van Hackathon. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember the day that he took part on the, on, uh, the Van Hackathon. Like, he stayed up, like, so late to do it. He didn't win it. He was so upset because he put so much effort. But he was, like, always there. He was preparing. He had, like, all, um, he really wanted this. And then uh, one day, like, he was in Van, like, on Van Hack, um, he was searching for positions and he saw a recruiter position. And then he was like, Cecilia, this is perfect for you. Like, you should try it. And then uh, I was like, yes, this is the most amazing thing. So I actually took part in an open class uh, for Van Hack and I started taking notes and I started like, okay, let me check. Let me see what they do. I love this. Uh, so that's why I said I was a stalker. I was really a stalker. Oh, good to and, be a stalker. Yes. Uh, and then I actually, like, after after um, going through the whole process, I got hired. And Pedro, at the same time, like, he was taking part in one process as well with Van Hack, uh, with a company that works with Van Hack, and he got hired. So it, within one month, we both got hired. Uh, I started working for Van Hack, and he started working for uh, one of the companies that Van Hack works with. Uh, and um, he started the process of relocation law like a little bit long after uh, uh, he started. So it took a while. So people, if it does take a while, don't wor don't worry about it. Like for example, he didn't receive the sponsorship right away. He had to work remote for a while. He had to uh, experience like um, the work with the company before, uh, kind of like a probation period. So. Uh, we waited like from he started in November and then uh, he got the sponsorship, like he got the offer for moving to Canada in uh, back in May, May, June. I think it was June. Yeah, be, uh, mm -hmm. in June. And then he uh, got um, uh, we started the whole process. So it took us around like to get everything done. It took us around three months. So this was pretty quick. Like for us, it was pretty quick. Because we're a family of four. So it's me, Pedro, uh, Bruno, who is my toddler. He's a two-year-old boy. And my six-year-old uh, daughter, who is a dog. Oh, <laughs> <my> daughter. 
<laughs> so you can imagine moving with uh, a toddler, a two-year-old, and the dog. And the dog. Wow. Wow. Yes. That is was awesome that you even moved the dog. We should be asking the dog to how was the relocation. You yes, <laughs> yes. She was awesome during the whole flight. She yeah. went with us, but uh, it is quite difficult. Like all the documentation that's necessary. No, it takes. It yes, it takes time. It absolutely takes time. This is what we need everybody to understand. That it does take time. Yeah. We, because even in this pandemic, things change. Like whole yes. world is in it. Got stuck there for a time. At least it's opening up now. So if it takes time, and if even if you get rejection because we have you you should come across you should watch yeah. the stories people who got the jobs after applying for 100 jobs 200 yes. jobs but they got it they didn't give up so you exactly. should also, yeah so this is this is really um, I, we are so happy that pedro found you the the, the that made this you know she, yes. he actually connected you with he did yeah. he did that, yeah that was the matchmaking yeah <laughs> he did the matchmaking and uh it took yeah. him a while to get a job with that hack like he really did like uh he applied for lots of jobs like i think one thing that really helped him like uh first he didn't want to be coached he didn't want to do mocks he didn't want to do anything he was like i know this i have done tons of processes in brazil i know how to do this and the thing is, it's super different. It's different to go through a process in your own country, in your own language. And it's different because the culture is completely different. So when he finally said, okay, I need help, uh, he went through all the mocks. He uh, asked for my help. Like he was so like, okay, now I need your help. So those were the things that really helped him, like to go through the process with some like, People like really advising and having the help from the success team. Like, I think that was one of the best things that he did. Like, because before that, he was like, I don't need any help. I don't need to. Like, I can do this. I have done tons of processes. It's very different, guys. It's very yes. different. That is really awesome. Okay. Now, the last question. And just sum it up in one minute. And then we are moving to the questions. The last question is golden tip. One golden tip that you want to give, uh, give to the candidates to get hired. What would you say? My Preparation opinion. is key. Okay. Preparation. Okay. Prepare yourself. Like, don't come to um, any of the interviews unprepared. If you have a screening call with one of the recruiters, be prepared. Mm -hmm. Read the job description. Understand what you're going to. Like, be prepared with a good pitch. Uh, use your pitch from the video. Like, try to use some things that you have, like, uh, done in the, the video, like, verification, the English verification. Um, but I think preparation is key. To the mock interviews, come prepare to the mock interviews. Go prepare to first interviews. Uh, we have so many uh, booklets. We have so many tips. We have so many preparation, uh, interview preparation guides. Prepare, prepare, prepare. You're not never over-prepared. Never. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Moving to the question. Thank you so much, Cecilia, for... Wow, that was that was so educational. I must. Say. <laughs> I talk a lot. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's it's good. Okay, now let's let's uh, together move to the questions because we uh we have ten minutes left. Yes. So, uh, regarding completing the profile, how relevant is the coding verification? I haven't done it since it's automated and requires three months to retry. Helmeted question. Helmeted. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton. Okay. Uh, so uh, you, it's not mandatory. Don't worry about it. But I have had a lot of hiring partners that have said, Cecilia, can you please ask the candidates that you have shortlisted to take the JavaScript test, to take the React test, to take the Node.js test? So I have had a lot of hiring partners that have asked to, to do so. And the candidates that had already had the, the code test done are candidates that are going to talk first with hiring partners. So because they already have the test done, they already have a great, um, a great, um, they are good in the, 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 the rating. Yeah, I forgot. Mm -hmm. the, the, sorry, guys, not my first language. Uh, but if they have already get a, got a good, good, gotten a good grade, the hiring manager is going to want to speak with them. So um, if you apply for a position that's, for example, for front-end uh, developer that uses uh, JavaScript, React, uh, 
please try to do this, like the school tests, mm -hmm. take your weekend to do it. Uh, if you haven't already done it and um, you, uh, a, a hiring partner come and check your profile and you have, I don't know, 90%, 80%, 100%, you're going to call the attention of them. So that's why it's important. Not mandatory, but, but important. highly important because it gives visibility to your profile. Like we said, show off yourself any way you can. Exactly. Okay. Evans has asked that, uh, do you guys only support candidates with IT background? For now, yes, because we are we work only with uh, with the tech uh, with tech positions. Uh, we also have some positions such as uh, product manager, product owner, but it's also like related to technology. So uh, for now, yes, we only support them. But we have a great network. So if you want to like uh, add me on LinkedIn, uh, if I have like some, I have tons of like uh, friends that are recruiters that recruit for our other industries. So add me on LinkedIn. Maybe I can like um, share your profile with someone, like your uh, LinkedIn profile with someone. Maybe I can help you that way. But through VanHack, we only give support to uh, tech talent. Tech talent. Oh, no. Yes, yes, because Maybe. I get a lot of questions about product marketing managers and all that. I the guys, the, the the positions are there, but the industry would be tech. Yeah, so that is something you need to look for. That if the industry would be tech, that is that is why still you have to make a profile on Vanhack. If you if you if you were a call. Yeah, person. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So another question by Oriel is: Do I need to subscribe to Vanhack? Uh, okay, this is by uh, premium. Premium to have an advantage. Uh, okay, over here. Oh. <laughs> we don't even know who are the premium, uh, the academy premium candidates. So no, nobody gets an advantage of the premium. The premium academy is there to guide you, to help you, to like yeah. you to figure it out. But you, you won't be getting an advantage over because no. uh, over them because we are fair and scare. Everybody gets the same chance. No, yeah, we don't, and we don't, we don't know. Only if you guys tell us. So there is nothing on the profile. So what, what? It's the the academy is there right. not to help you get jobs before the other van hackers. It helps you to get jobs to be better, to get better, better at yeah, what you do. Stand out. So you're only, yeah, you're only competing with yourself there. So it's not about like competition with other candidates that are in the platform. Doesn't no, does, does not matter. Okay, so another question, this is a bit technical question. Is there any scope for automation testing engineer tools like Selenium and Java? Is there any what, sorry? Is there any scope for automation mm. testing engineer tools? No. Like question? Yeah. I don't think we have cold tests for that, if that's the question. I don't think we do. But if you guys want to check what are the cold tests that we have in the platform, uh, don't forget to go to, I think it's more, and then you can see all the cold challenges that we have. But um, and if you're telling about positions, uh, I think that uh, there are some positions, but I don't know if there are right now, if they're open right now. But I've seen some. OK, uh, somebody's also in high. The best, uh, Victor is saying hi, Cecilia, best hiring manager for DevOps position. We need to. Yeah, <laughs> we need to complete core test. He's asking. So, yes, I think we, do we need to complete core test? Uh, for dev for DevOps, I don't know if we have right now a DevOps um, test, so I don't I don't think it would be something that would be like possible. But we DevOps is something that is a is a position that is has been like appearing more and more. I have done a couple of uh, DevOps positions, so uh, just make sure like you have like everything like on your profile that shows that uh you are uh, a devops professional like everything that you have done everything that um is like it's like the skills that are necessary i think i have just put a, a, a posting yesterday for a devops remote position uh take a look at it to see if it makes sense for you okay uh, a lot of people are asking about the same question about the core test requirement. Is it necessary? Yes, guys, we just told that mm -hmm. it's not mandatory, but it's something good to show up that yeah. needs to stand out. So, yeah, we need to, uh, you, you, if you complete the core test, that would make you stand out. Uh, and Isa, if you, if you don't do well, like if it's like, if you do, like if you flunk it, it's not shown to the hiring managers. So don't worry about it. So if you flunk it, if you didn't do well, if you were like not in a good day, don't worry about it. You will be able to take it like three months from now and no no one's gonna see it but like the recruiters. So don't worry about it. We're not gonna share the results if you don't do well. Okay, perfect. 
also do you help junior developers get roles too uh, like we said you need to keep a tab on the positions that are opening up on the vanhack uh, positions do open up mm-hmm. so, yeah. so yeah the junior developers get do get roles right what happens is like uh, for junior developers if you have too little time of experience uh, especially for positions that are that involve relocation it's a little bit more difficult to take part in the global talent stream program because the global talent stream program brings to canada highly skilled workers in the tech industry so for you to be considered a highly skilled worker you have to have the experience for it so usually if they have positions for junior developers in canada they're going to be taken by um uh people that are in their early career in Canada. They're not going to bring someone from outside the country. So what I always tell my like the junior developers that I meet is that get a little bit more of experience. Get some time to build your experience, to do things like side projects, uh try to do your pet projects, try to take part in voluntary work. Uh sometimes we have positions that are open for voluntary voluntary workers in Canada uh that don't require relocation, that might not require that much experience. So build up your experience so that you are able to um actually at some point uh, uh get the chance to get relocated. Uh, it's not that we don't have positions but it's a little bit more difficult to be able to um to go through the global transfer program when you don't have enough years of experience exactly that that is really helpful because people are this this question was asked so many times oh lara has been asking lara we i was coming to your question <laughs> there was typed so many times okay uh so uh, jose is asking if i i hope i'm pronouncing your name right Uh Jose so which of the free van hack content would you recommend to be prepared in order to get a job abroad I'm asking for something like a road map thanks in advance Uh we have we have some preparation kits like we have uh an interview preparation guide that was made by uh the success team we also have like uh in uh the vanhack blog so if you go to the vanhack blog there is a road map for you to be able to build well your profile how do you do it i think i don't know how to do it isa but if anyone wants to reach me to talk to me uh you can and i can send you this materials as well or if isa has a way of sen- uh, of sharing uh but you guys can uh, i shared it on if you are on van hackathon or go slack i'll be sharing all the resources over there even we have a blog we have a blog that is full of all the resources that you need to read mm-hmm. so do head up about that uh, also the last question is um it's a it's by pedro uh eventually in some job offers we can have 99% of mandatory requirements for that position except for one do you think i should apply and talk about it if selected for a chat or or not having mandatory requirement can bother the company somehow so yeah no like what we do uh pedro sometimes like for example if there is one mandatory requirement that you know that you don't have experience with uh apply for the position uh and if i feel that like for example if i see you in my pipeline uh of candidates and i see that you have almost all of them i'm going to check in with you So I usually check in with candidates that I see okay like they have everything um and one thing that I always tell is uh, if you don't have experience do something about it uh do um uh, a pet project try to start learning about that specific technology that specific tool try to use it uh not in a professional way but in a in a way that uh it's for yourself so that you can start understanding how to use it so when you are in the interview you can tell well I haven't used it professionally. It's not something that I do on a daily basis because uh in my company we use uh another tool, we use another technology, but I have been working on my own like on this. So this is already important and some companies are okay with that, but it will depend on the company. If they are asking for 5 years of experience with that, I would tell you, yeah, no, Pedro, I don't think so. But if they're asking for one year of experience and you're like, "Okay, I'm up to the challenge. I have started learning." Then I would say, "Yes, let's talk to Pedro. Let's put him on the shortlist." Yeah. Okay, that was amazing because we have done we are we have 1 minute left and everybody all these questions that are left drop these questions over the vanhack slack channel we'll be don't worry we, we are here just don't worry about it but we are restricted by the times over here <laughs> just just ask and all the questions we are we left it just uh, post it over there and also most important thing i would like to say for, uh, before i say that 
thank you so much Ajilia. <laughs> yeah this was amazing and this was really insightful and educational for everybody out there and uh, we sure i'm sure everybody learned a lot over here uh but yes uh, so another thing everybody thank you so much for joining us thank over here. you thank you for you know making it very just like i said in the beginning this is not going to be a very uh, serious technical talk it's going to be very educational casual talk Yes. No, thank you all, all, and everyone that's here. Like, uh, I'm going to check all the, the questions. And if you guys want to reach me, I am on the Slack channel. It's at VanHack-Cecilia. So if anyone has any questions, I'll be there uh, to help you as well. And thank you so much for listening. Yes. No, no. Thank you so much. And also the big one, a major announcement I would like to say before we end this call. We have a VanHack conference happening and uh, on 19th and 20th November. <sighs> You definitely all don't want to miss that out because we will be posting about it. We'll be announcing the details. But that is a huge conference, the biggest conference of Van Hank that's happening in November. So stay tuned. And yes. thank you so much once again. Thank you all, guys. Thank uh, you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Van Hack Podcast. Make sure to create your account at vanhack.com to access jobs that are hiring from abroad.